let's talk about you. Specifically, let's talk about how you talk about yourself and the work you do. Uncomfortable yet? Self-promotion is not a skill we all have, and some who think they have it can come off as self-serving jerks. But it is important that we let others know of our contributions. After all, if we don't, who will? Stay tuned to today's episode, where we dive into why self-promotion is essential to growing careers and the best ways to go about it. Hi there, we are Haley and Jordan Anderson, and this is the Career Engineering Podcast, where engineers help other engineers have better careers. We're a husband and wife engineering team who are passionate about helping you excel in your workplace. After working in the energy and aerospace industries, we both got our master's degrees in organizational behavior. And in this show, we dive into some of the biggest challenges we each face at work that we didn't learn about in our technical degrees. As engineers, we all love to know how things work, So on this podcast, we'll look under the hood using research and experience to help you better navigate your coworkers, organizations, and careers. Well, Haley, today I think it would be good to talk about a topic I honestly struggle with a little bit, but uh, to get us started like we normally do, I can give us a little story. Okay, interesting. Can't wait to hear about it. So in a previous role that I had, I became super involved with this extracurricular project that was quite a ways out of my job description. I was really excited about it, though, and it was going to have a a major impact on the organization, I really felt. And specifically, it was going to help all of us as the internal employees of the organization by just enhancing the processes and programs that we had uh, in place around us. And so I had spoken with my manager about it. He was all for it. But it was kind of just a one-person job, and so I set out to quietly make it happen. Well, that's awesome of you to take that on. Hope the team appreciated it in the end. I really thought that they would, you know. So (laughs) uh, weeks, even months passed. I remember I started discussing this project with a coworker, and to my shock and surprise, the coworker had no idea such a project was in the works. I remember scratching my head, wondering how they hadn't been aware of what I was up to this whole time. You mean they weren't paying close attention to everything you did every hour? Yeah, I know, right? It just didn't seem quite right to me. But uh, what could they possibly be doing besides paying me attention, right? That's what I do all day, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but my coworkers, they weren't. (laughs) And I'm sure my boss wasn't either. And when I started to think about it, why would this coworker have known anything about this project? I certainly hadn't told them I was working on it. And it made sense that my boss wasn't waltzing around telling everyone about it either. And the more I thought about it, I realized that at the same time, I had very little idea what that coworker was working on regularly either. Yeah, I don't think it will surprise anyone listening to hear that you didn't have a super strong understanding of your coworker's hourly schedule. So what was the big moral of that story for you? Well, I think the moral of this very simple work story is actually quite profound. This story illustrates to me the fact that if we don't tell people what we do at work, they won't know what we're doing at work. You know, that might sound very obvious. I think we often assume, though, that our bosses and team members are all-knowing and totally understand how we contribute to our teams. But it is important to make sure that we're communicating our good work to those around us so that we're actually recognized for the work that we do. I know for many, myself included, we'd really prefer not to talk about ourselves. But I think self-promotion really is a key aspect of communication that we should cover here in our podcast. Yeah, self-promotion can seem really prideful or even jerkish, if you will. 
But I'm sure we can find some good ways to go about it. And like you said, I do think it's important for us to consider because we really do have to strike this balance every day at work. So let's dive in and talk about it. Well, Haley, why is being able to communicate in the form of self-promotion such an essential skill for our careers? Well, I think at first blush, we all like to hope that our work will speak for itself, right? And if we do good work, people should just notice and we shouldn't have to say anything about it in an ideal world. And while this would be nice, it's simply just not how the world works. Yeah, I think the first thing we need to remember is that while we might spend our whole days thinking about ourselves <laughs> and we might see things through our own perspectives, others do not. In fact, if we're not front and center in their faces at any given moment, they probably don't think about us a whole lot. Mm. So even if you are doing amazing work around them, people often won't notice it or at least won't fully realize your role and efforts without some type of reminders. There is some really interesting research that backs this up, too. When researchers ask people how to rate how much other people notice about them, they always rate it way higher than reality. We can take comfort in knowing that others aren't analyzing our every move at every moment, so we can just let much of our self-consciousness go, but it also means that we need to put forth some effort to make sure they do notice us when it does matter. To further illustrate this point, I'll admit to a majorly judgmental attitude that uh, unfortunately I've brought to work sometimes. Mm -hmm. I remember having a coworker who I had no idea what they did every day. <laughs> I very naively just assumed they basically did nothing. But the truth is their work was just detached from what I was doing on the regular. And so since I never saw it or never saw their results, I just assumed that they didn't exist. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, I have a very loving wife who has helped me realize that they probably were doing good work. I just wasn't blessed to see it. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I think that can be common, though. If we aren't exactly attached to another's day-to-day -day work, it is really hard to understand how hard they are working. And it can be easy to just assume that we are working harder than they are. From a boss's perspective, this can be very difficult because they might be trying to understand their team's efforts. But for many of them, it's simply impossible to understand all the behind-the-scenes workings. At the end of the day, your boss won't know what all you contribute unless you tell them. Yeah, so if we agree that it's important to communicate our good work, how do we go about doing it without looking like total show-offs or jerks? That is the big question. Right. right? So <laughs> there are definitely right ways and wrong ways to go about this. And like you hinted at, we want to make sure we don't just come off as arrogant or as someone who takes credit for everything. So one good idea that we can maybe start with is an idea that we actually shared in a previous episode. And this is an idea that I know you're a big fan of. It's mm -hmm. this idea of boost buddies. Yeah, I really do love this concept um, because it avoids you having to do the promotion yourself. <laughs> so it's kind of cheating in that way, I guess. But the idea is that you build a relationship with someone at work where you both openly talk about the other person's accomplishments in the team or the organization. You look out for and make sure to highlight the good work that they're doing. And in turn, they'll do the same for you. Yeah, I think this idea might be the most comfortable for people because, like you say, you don't have to really self-promote directly. You're having someone else do the dirty work for you, so to speak. It's very much a reciprocal thing, and so you're building each other up. You don't have to feel so dirty or selfish because mm -hmm. uh, you're tag-teaming the effort. Right, and, and it may happen informally or formally. You may not have to expressly plan it out. But it will be someone that you connect with in the workforce, and you both see each other's good work on a regular basis. It also helps to be on the same team and maybe reporting to the same manager or hierarchies, so they can more effectively shine a spotlight on what you're doing. And we hinted at this idea in our earlier episode, particularly because it can be quite powerful for women in the workforce. 
because we know that there are certain biases and stereotypes about women who talk themselves up or, or what have you there. And so having a buddy or champion to boost you up can be particularly beneficial from that standpoint. Yeah, in fact, it's one trait that I started to look for more in a boss. Do they regularly lift up their people and give recognition for what their teams are doing to the rest of the organization? And maybe that's a good transition for another discussion regarding self-promotion. We will talk in just a minute about how using the word I versus we and how to balance that when we're describing our work and successes, but that can be treacherous waters for women in the workplace. Well, we can go ahead and switch over to that concept now then. We hear about this when people talk about interviews specifically, but whenever you want to promote the good work you've done, talking from the standpoint of I versus we and the correct balance is super important. And by that, we mean, or I mean, Uh. (laughs) it's important to say I did this or I built this as opposed to always saying we did this or we built this. Yeah, like you said, in interviews, this is especially important. A company wants to know what you did specifically on your teams and in your projects, not just what the team accomplished overall. And I've heard recruiters explain it this way. They're trying to hire you, not your whole team, so they need to know what you specifically have experience doing. With that said, it is important to mention that this doesn't mean you take credit for everything that your team's ever done right. We're definitely encouraging honesty in your interviews. So you can maybe set the stage by first explaining what the team did overall, but you want to make sure that you drill down to the specifics of what you as an individual actually did or what your specific role on the team was in delivering this uh, bigger group outcome. Yeah, just like you said, we need to be honest about what you did and then what others did, but just make sure that what you did gets explained and is clear and and don't be uh, afraid to own that objectively. And just to reiterate, there are special places where this is more important, such as in recruiting or even asking for a promotion or one-on-one performance reviews. But you don't want to just walk around constantly talking about your great accomplishments in front of your team every day, especially if it isn't true or you aren't giving them equal credit or even your past teams equal credit. Yeah, and as you hinted at, the research does suggest a couple of things to keep in mind regarding this I versus we talk particularly when it comes to differences for men and women in the workforce. First, research suggests that women tend to speak more communally, and so they may be more apt to use we when describing things by default in an attempt to be seen as friendly or team-oriented. So that can be a tough tendency to overcome in the interview and promotion process. And secondly, the flip side to that is that we also expect women to speak more communally. So research suggests that we as women are judged more harshly for saying things like, I accomplished X or Y, since we expect women to speak more communally with we verbs. So we are judged more harshly when we speak up for individual accomplishments. This has actually directly affected me in my career, and so I can't say that I fully mastered that balance yet, but I, I have found that when I'm humble and try to just be objectively stating uh, what I've accomplished or what I did in the role and, you know, honestly balance that with other team members' contributions, it works out pretty well. It definitely does put women in a tough spot. And so going back to what we've talked about here earlier... It's always fantastic to have other people who are willing to step up for you and to be those boost buddies and to lift you up and so that you don't have to constantly be the one using those I verbs to get that point across. And so having others there is definitely beneficial. We know the importance of having mentors as well, but I think it's also important to have these advocates or groups of individuals who know about our work and who are able to recommend us to others. 
So this really does come from just consistently producing good work and putting ourselves in situations where people can see our contributions. Yeah, and it can be tempting to always just want to be the note-taker on the team or let someone else speak up for your group, but the only way you'll get the recognition you deserve is if you step into the spotlight for people to see it a bit. And circling back around, regardless of your gender, your teammates won't appreciate it if you only ever talk about your successes while ignoring theirs. So I think it's also important while talking about self-promotion that we talk about it in the context of a team setting. Yeah, many of us have had coworkers who we might feel like they tend to take a bit more credit for everything or tend to act like they're the only ones doing any work around here, right? So their job always seems the hardest. Their successes are always the biggest deals. I definitely agree that part of self-promotion can and should include team promotion. Mm -hmm. It's important to realize that promotion is not a zero-sum game, meaning we don't have to put others down to prop ourselves up. And so if we talk up our whole teams, we are obviously a part of that team. And so in that process, we actually are talking ourselves up as well. For sure, for sure. And it's contagious too. You know, when people hear you rave about their work, they're going to respond in kind. Um, Just that's a natural psychological principle of reciprocity. And when you're in a leadership position, people will love working for a boss who doesn't take all the credit, but celebrates the good work of their team and lifts up their team. Going along with that, I think the word celebrate is really key. I'm glad you used that. Everyone wants an excuse to party, right? Especially (laughs) at work when we can. So take those opportunities to celebrate your completed projects or your day-to-day wins. And of course, make sure to invite the boss to these celebrations so that they're aware of your accomplishments and your team's accomplishments as well. You really kill two birds with one stone when you do that. One, you get to have fun, and two, you get to self-promote by letting your boss know what you and your team accomplished. And this can be as simple as an email, um, you know, saying big kudos and a shout out to someone else on the team, um, and just really a good way to get that applause out there in public. So we can go ahead and transition just a little bit here. You know, we've maybe beaten around the bush by talking about kind of ways to self-promote indirectly, mm-hmm. talking about how you can get others to talk you up or how you can talk the whole team up. But when it comes down to it, it is important to directly self-promote in certain situations as well. So how do we do that without looking like total jerks? Yeah, there are ways to directly self-promote your skills and accomplishments tactfully. We've mentioned that interviews and performance reviews are good places to self-promote and practice this skill. So with that, you can ask your manager for opportunities to review your performance. This sets a healthy scene for you to discuss what you're doing well and how you're contributing. Another form of self-promotion that's acceptable is just letting your strengths be known to your boss and your team. You always want to couple this with admitting or acknowledging any weaknesses you have as well. But by letting the team and your boss know where you have strong experience or strong skills, you're being beneficial to the team as they can use you for those talents, so to speak. Um, But it's also getting the word out that you have these skills and these successes in your past. Yeah, and especially if we think of it that way, that you're pitching yourself as a resource for other people, it seems less boastful. And letting your coworker know that you you have have a lot of experience with PowerPoint and can help them on a presentation is a way to be constructive while also acknowledging what you bring to the table. And it's okay to consider having some prepared stories or examples that help build your credibility when you first meet someone. Perhaps not right out of the gate, but consider the last speaker you listened to. They probably shared a few just objective facts about their background that allowed the audience to draw some conclusions on their credibility. 
In fact, this happens every time you hear a bio of an author or any speaker. So just humbly mentioning, you know, I've worked on four previous quality programs or helped design the exhaust system for the flux capacitor. As long as you don't do it all the time, it's actually reasonably constructive. Yeah, and as long as you make sure it's a real system and not just a flux capacitor idea. Ah, darn. I thought I was going to get that one past you. Mm, Almost. Almost had me. But (laughs) lastly... Lastly, I'll just mention another great channel for self-promotion, and that is social media. Whether you're a fan of it or not, we can, of course, roll our eyes at it a bit here, admit that we probably see a little too much of the self-promotion out there. But the reason we have platforms like LinkedIn, for example, it's because they are good places for us to put out our most up-to-date resumes, so to speak, put up what it is that we're doing and accomplishing on a regular basis. And so people can see a list of projects that we've completed or any certifications that you've earned. And so I definitely recommend that you keep these platforms updated and make sure that it is one way you're utilizing to promote yourself and and the good work that you are doing out there. Yeah, it's so easy. You know, take a screenshot and share that you helped uh, with a presentation at work or a a win or share something cool that your team did. Really easy and and lightweight. Mm -hmm. So to recap our discussion here today, Haley, what did we talk about? Well, we learned first and foremost that if we want people to recognize the good work we are doing, we have to step into the spotlight a bit and take a net bat or two to promote it. We aren't the center of other people's attention, so we have to highlight our accomplishments and shout it from the rooftops, or at least do so a little bit to make sure we're getting the credit we deserve. Self-promotion might sound dirty or arrogant, but there are good ways to go about it that aren't going to alienate you from everybody else. It's important to elevate and celebrate other people's accomplishments around you every bit as much as your own as well. And so do remember that promotion is not a zero-sum game. When you're promoting your team's success, you're promoting your own success as well. In performance reviews or interviews, aim for a balance between collaborative we and more independent I statements by first highlighting what the team accomplished and then outlining your specific contributions within that. If you use we too much, your specific contributions or leadership might get lost, but if you use only I statements, then you'll come off as arrogant, uncollaborative, or simply naive in believing that you only have accomplished everything on your own. The key here is to practice, and you'll want to highlight the overall success while still owning what you uniquely did, and don't be afraid to script out how this could be handled for some of your experiences, and workshop them with colleagues and mentors until you find your own style. It's also a great idea to identify champions or boost buddies on your team so that you can work together to promote each other's work. It can be more impactful when people hear from others about your great work instead of always hearing from you yourself directly. And this can be especially beneficial for women in the workplace to help mitigate any biases that they might face. So consider who would advocate for you right now if they were asked about your performance. Do you know if anyone would be able to step up? If not, be more intentional about building relationships and showing your contributions and impact by stepping into the spotlight on occasion, as we've discussed. There are certain times and places that are appropriate for self-promotion. Think interviews and performance reviews primarily. Um, And certainly there are other channels, but just use some good social clues and uh, social awareness there. If you don't get the chance to review your performance regularly with your boss, ask for these opportunities so you can make sure your boss knows of the good work that you're doing. And don't forget to use social media like LinkedIn to get your accomplishments out there as well. And remember, we should frame ourselves as a resource to others. 
accomplishments are not there just to pat ourselves on the back, but to highlight ways that we can help our team and advance our organizations. People will appreciate it a lot more if you've proven you're helpful than if you simply talk about how much you've done already in the past. So make sure you're walking the walk and talking the talk at the same time so that people both know what you're capable of and get to experience it firsthand by working with you. What challenges are you facing at work or in your career? Do you like what you're hearing here or have anything to add to the discussion? Be sure to hit subscribe on our podcast to keep the conversation going and let us know your thoughts by reaching out to us. Links to our social media channels as well as our email are included in the show notes.